and I believe we are live. All right, everybody, welcome to Ask a Wizard. So this is going to be a bit of a test, as you can imagine. <laughs> this is a new setup, uh, but I'm, I'm pretty stoked about it. We're going to be trying some stuff out, and today we're going to be learning about the inverse principle. That's going to be our topic, our lecture for today, and uh, catching up on been out for a while and uh, showing off some of the uh, new stuff that we've got here and um, so welcome and I can see you in the chat hello Cameron um, so hey Snicks RDs how's it going uh, let's see what's a better spot for you this is a new setup as you can tell <laughs> um, so I'm working out of the kinks here Let's see, Snicks says hello, and audio is good, thank you very much, OPVs. If you'd like to get a live wizard reading later on in the stream, we are doing live wizard readings here. Uh, all you need to do is share the stream and like the stream. Let me know in the comments below that you've done that, and I will add you to the list, and we'll be getting your live readings going. Um, in the background here, what you can see is our grow lights. We just built this today. This is uh, growing radish microgreens. So. These are uh, plants we're going to be selling at the local farmer's markets, and uh, we have $320 worth of radishes up there growing. Those is, uh, the system here will be turned on once they, they go through a dark phase where you keep them in the dark, and then once they sprout, you hit them with the light, and uh, we sell those as microgreens at the local farmer's market. And then this is the, uh, this, whoa, whoa, <laughs> this is the uh, bookshelf. Uh, the second bookshelf that I was always referencing and running over to grab in the uh, previous streams. And then my third bookshelf is, of course, over in the other room. Hello, Cameron. How's it going? I uh, can't say hello. No problem at all. Uh, hi, pal. How's seven? I'm doing very well. Luis, how are you doing? Snicks says done. Thank you very much. Snick, let's get you on the list. By the way, it's Shadowell. Welcome, Shadowell. How are you doing? Uh, what's this about tonight? Tonight, we're going to be talking about the inverse principle this is about uh, a lot of people constantly talk negatively about the concept of being pessimistic you usually associate that with being negative um, however there's actually a practical reason to do it so um, we're going to be talking about how to use pessimism practically and why you should be using it um whoo microgreens heck yeah microgreens all right let me see get my book here and write Snicks down for a reading. Snicks is there. Awesome. All right. We got you written down in the book. All right. Snicks will be getting you a reading later on. So I'm going to be giving this a try. All right. Let's see. First off, I've got some stuff to show you guys. I got some stuff. So as you know, I've moved to Montana. And so uh, let, let's see. Let's see if I can get this. Uh, first off. Check this out. Come on. Boom. <laughs> yes, I can make owls appear now. This is amazing. All right, so uh, I'm going to be showing you guys a uh, few of the images that have been uh, being sent my way. As you know, I moved to Montana, and so uh, all of my uh, friends have been sending me quite a few uh, different images, as it were. And so I'm going to show those to you guys here. Uh, one of the ones that they got for me here is the this particular little headline. Let's see if I take this overlay off. Bob, they sent this bad boy to me. 
Uh, only in Montana, a bear running through Bozeman High School. I did go to Bozeman, and uh, there actually was two bears on campus at Missoula University, which is near where I live. Um, so this was well, well, well placed meme. I will give you that. Very good, very good. Um, it did not dissuade me though from coming to this wonderful and beautiful place. But uh, but good attempt, good attempt. Uh, then there was this particular beauty here. Go home and. This I've actually already experienced. It's been pretty incredible. We come in on uh, October and people are, uh, and it's snow on the ground. It's beautiful. And then two days later, it's, you know, dry, no snow, nothing at all. Uh, the weather changes very rapidly. It's very interesting. So basically it can be really, really hot and it can be really, really cold, but the temperature does not tell you. So like it can be 24 degrees and feel very warm. And it can also be 40 degrees and feel very cold. It, it's very odd. It has something to do with the dryness of the air. Uh, but yes. Uh, and to these people who sent me uh, these memes, I compiled two memes of my own uh, in response to that. Uh, this was the uh, first one that I, I have in response. Uh, this is California. And this is hell. California, constant fire. Hell, constantly on fire. Place of sin, California. Hell, place of sin. High housing cost, hell doesn't charge you anything. Eh? <laughs> and of course, where would we be without mentioning the legendary straws? Grads, Cal. Congratulations, California. You you got rid of the plastic straws in like 30% of the places. Because everyone else was like, you're stupid. We're still just going to use the straws. So that's uh, where we're at there. <laughs> so thank you for sending me those memes. I appreciate them. And uh, looks like you guys are enjoying them. I live in California. <laughs> well, you know, Shadowell, uh, I live there too. That's why I ran away to Montana. Um, haven't been here in a while. Time... Uh, because I couldn't. Well, you know what? I wasn't here for a while, so it seems like it worked out pretty well. You left the melting clock behind. No, the melting clock is actually right over here. If you uh, tune into my Facebook streams or my TikTok streams, uh, I actually have my original bookshelf right over here um, set up. It's got the clock, all of the Aristotle's, and so on and so forth books, which reminds me, oh my goodness, I should probably grab that. Eh, we'll do it later. Uh, we'll do it in another stream. I am selling books now, so if you're interested in buying books, I have books for sale. So if you're interested in that, uh, that is something I will be doing in the future. Um, I hate paper straws. I know they're the worst. I'd rather, I'd rather have nothing at all. This is, people are going to get mad at me, but when someone has the audacity to serve me a paper straw, I open the paper straw and I crumble it up and I leave it on the table. I don't use it because I want them to be wasted. I say, no, bring me no straw or bring me a good straw or nothing at all. It's very, uh, it's very aggressive. I, I won't tolerate it. <laughs> Can I have a reading? Absolutely, Sebastian. I'm doing very well. K-Dog, how are you doing, sir? Uh, Sebastian, all you need to do is like the stream, share the stream. That's how you qualify for those free readings. All right, Sebastian. So, as you may know, uh, Montana is known for some wildlife. And we have been driving around, and unfortunately, we have seen quite a few dead deer all along the road. And I found myself asking myself, how? How did they get so many dead deer? And so I did a little research. Um, I actually, I found an answer. 
I'm going to show you guys right here. It theoretically, again, this is a technical wizardry. I'm going to try my best. Hello, Mr. Owl. How are you doing, sir? So in theory, I should be able to uh, bring this up. So this is actually why there are so many dead deer all over the road. I was trying to figure it out this whole time. I think I finally figured it out. And uh, we're going to show you right here. In theory. Or not. Boom. All right. Here we go. So this is a deer. Can you guys hear the audio? It should sound like a scuffed mic. Can you guys hear that? <laughs> Find a baby deer and keep it. No, I'm doing pretty good. Awesome, K-Dog. Glad to hear it. Uh, and Sebastian, yes, I got you on the list there, bud. Um, all right, so if you guys can let me know if the audio is coming through for you, it should sound like a scuffed mic, and you're about to find out why so many deers are lining the roads of Montana. <laughs> is that just, it's just insane. Just, let's get that, let's get those. Look at this guy. He's just chilling, he's just going by. This is just a deer. She's like, oh, just one second. One second. Let me just hop right in front of you. Not a care in the world. I don't think they want to live. I don't think they want to live, guys. That's my my theory there. Oh, oh, look at me. I'm already making technical mistakes. It's fine. It's with the owls. Owl overlay. Go. There we go. <laughs> I'm so glad that worked. That was cool. We were able to get a YouTube to pop up. Got videos played. Were you guys able to hear the audio on the video? It was basically just a scuffed mic sound. Um, but if you were able to hear that, love to know. Uh, see if that's working for you. Pretty crazy deer. Pretty crazy deer. Um, kind of kind of blew my mind, to be honest with you. And so now we know why there are so many freaking deer dying all over the place. So uh, part of our goal is to really uh, become experts at farming. We're, we're trying to learn how to grow crops. We're going to have chickens. We're going to have pigs. Um, we want to get a cow and some bunnies. And so I've been studying what uh, makes someone an expert in, you know, relationships with animals. And so in my research phase, I discovered something very interesting that I'd love to share with you guys. I, I think you'll enjoy. This is, uh, this is what I call Beastmaster Elefante. How cool is that? <laughs> How cool is that? How, did you know that that was possible? Were you aware that you could train an elephant to be your friend and make you do epic backflips? I didn't know that. Look at this. Oh, you're re recreating the, the, the commercial, but no. He takes it to the next level because, you know, the impressive thing here was that he shot the basketball. That's the impressive part. <laughs> Okay, that's, that's just freaking amazing, man. Boom. He's juggling. He's juggling with an elephant. Very impressive. And this one, the elephant's just getting it. Go, elephant. How does that not kill you? How does that not kill you? Can someone explain how that doesn't kill you? 
I need to know. I need to know how this doesn't kill you. It looked like a moo. <laughs> Couldn't hear the uh, video audio. There's no audio on this particular one. Deer has nothing on Roos. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's supposed to be the impressive part. This guy with the elephant is on Ninja Warriors. Really? That's amazing. Look at him patting that elephant. Holy crap. Like, so how do you live? What I want to know is how, how do you live from this? Boom. Like, he's he's got to be broken ribs there. This an elephant is not a small creature, okay? Let's let's analyze this. Let's analyze this real quick. All right, boom! Look at the force. There's no way. There's no way you walk away from that. Just I I don't know. There's something going on there. It's sketch. Just some crazy backflips. My gosh. Look at this. I like how that's what they wanted to end the video with. They wanted to end the video. Now, in case you were thinking about doing this for yourself, guys, um, just as a word of warning, I put this one in here for you, just, just as a heads up. Before you go and try to wrangle your own elephant. Yes, that, that's an elephant. And yes, that's a man with a camera. I need to know what philosophy book you read, sir, because my goodness, <laughs> the, the, the sheer confidence on this man. Look at this guy. Doesn't even flinch. Goes straight for the camera. Straight for the camera. My gosh, what a screen boy. That is a screen boy through and through right there. He's so addicted to his screen that he's like, elephant's coming to kill me. This will be really good for Instagram. And you know what? Here we are watching it, so I guess he's right. Dang it. Uh, see you later, K-Dog. Um, just play Broken Bones. <laughs> yeah. How do you do it? Jump on an elephant? <laughs> so, though, I'm glad to see that this is working out. We're able to pull in some YouTube videos. This is legit. You guys are able to see them. Audio's coming through. Oh, let me get my owl overlay. Most important part. And uh, this is looking like it's going really well. So... Now for the final test. Let's get our lesson for the day. The inverse principle. Going for you guys. All right. Let's check this out and see if we can get this to work. Bo, the inverse principle. How to be pessimistic without being negative. So we're going to be going over that today, guys. So this is a lesson. A common problem that you see people dealing with is um, they've associated the word pessimism with being negative and that's not actually the case um it, pessimism is actually very has a practical function it's used in stoicism a lot and so we're going to be going over how to use pessimism in a way without actually being negative so that's going to be the topic for today so pessimism has this really negative reputation you know you, you're negative you're killjoy you're unsuccessful uh we have this guy right here captain optimism i'll defeat you and then pessimistic man is like yeah probably um and this is not really uh this is a caricature of pessimism but not actually how you apply pessimism in a useful way the way the stoics would and so here's the deal uh without considering the negative you're going to get blindsided by unseen threats. 
Uh, you're going to underestimate the challenge of something you try to do. You're going to underestimate how long it's going to take to do something. And you're going to miss glaringly obvious flaws if you're just optimistic and positive all the time. And like, I'm going to go and do it. What could go wrong? You're going to find out a lot of things could go wrong. And so that's uh, what we're going to try and overcome for you guys here today. So there's four ways to pragmatically be pessimistic. Uh, there's, there's other ways as well. We're going to go over four of them. And so those are the opposite world technique, uh, the what would the worst case scenario look like technique, uh, what are the most common failures of others, analyzing other people's failures, and the behavior pattern practice that you would call, that I call, am I totally wrong about this? It's a fun game that you can start living in your life that will make your life better. And so the opposite world technique goes like this. Every action you take for the day you set this aside as an experiment when maybe you have a, a day that you'd like to make your experiment and just ask yourself this question what would it look like if i did the opposite of this what would the opposite be and this isn't to say that everything you're doing in the world is wrong but what this is going to do is make you question all of the different ways that you live your life currently and you might identify that the opposite or a different take might be a better approach Rather, so say, for example, you woke up and you say, I woke up at 12. What would the opposite of this look like? Well, maybe what, what would if I was the kind of person who woke up at 7 a.m.? Maybe that's something that you could consider that's going to help you with your life. Um, maybe if you eat an unhealthy breakfast and then you feel like crap afterwards, you might ask yourself, what would the opposite of this look like? And most of the stuff you'll do, you see like, oh, there's no reason for me to do the opposite of it. But you will identify key things that could be better if you were doing the opposite. And so that's the opposite world technique. The second technique we have here, uh, what was that? I can only stay a bit more, no problem at all, Sebastian. Uh, time, I gotta go, have a grenade, Good. God bless. I'll see you later, Sebastian. We can get you your reading in, on the, in another stream as well, Sebastian. Uh, same here, gotta go, no problem, see you, see you later, Carmen. So this is the worst case scenario visualization. So. This is about asking yourself before you go and venture off onto a new project and work on something else, you want to ask yourself, what is the worst case scenario? If what, like, what is the worst thing that could actually happen if everything went wrong with what I'm trying to do? What would it cost? Now, you don't want to be like Dwight over here. You don't want to be like, well, the worst case scenario is I could get hit by a meteor and die. It's like, we're talking about realistic scenarios with your cases. So for example, um, if you're trying to start a pizza business and you wanted to get a commercial real estate, there's a real chance that you'd buy the commercial building, $250,000 loan, and not be able to pay that loan and lose all of your money. That's a real worst case scenario. So by being pessimistic and thinking that through, you could say, well, what if I make my pizza place at a small scale? What if I partner with another pizza place who already has a kitchen and I just uh, make my recipe of pizza with them? You start thinking through the more practical strategies that reduce your risk so that your worst case scenario isn't that big of a deal at all. And so that's what this particular strategy really helps with is putting yourself into a position where even when the worst case scenario happens, it's not that big a deal. And so that's what this really helps people out with. The third one is what are the most common failures of others? Search for how people have failed at whatever it is you're trying to do and learn from them. 
Uh, there's this quote that I found. It's kind of mean, but uh, uh, it is pretty poignant, which is some people only exist as an example of how to not be. And you can look at how other people have failed at what you're attempting to do by searching, you know, uh, common mistakes, common failures, common uh, issues with fill in the blank of whatever you're trying to learn. And that helps you avoid the statistical most likely scenarios that are going to occur in advance. So this is another great way of applying pessimism is to see how other people have failed to accomplish what it is you're trying to accomplish. And the final one is a thought experiment that I call the am I totally wrong technique. And whenever you find yourself really feeling like I know this for a fact, I know this is true, uh, especially when it's something you haven't learned. You find this a lot with social media, politics, things of that nature. Ask yourself the question, what if I'm totally wrong? What if I just have the exact wrong opinion on this thing? If you develop this habit in your life, it's going to teach you to start being more skeptical of your own thoughts, which will encourage you to actually be a more well-rounded, well-researched person. And you'll learn to actually think about things not just adopt other people's beliefs. And so this is the final technique that I apply for uh, pessimism that can help you improve your life. And uh, as you can see, this is how I feel, uh, I'd say about 90% of the time in my life, is just I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just a doggo at a keyboard, just like clickety-clickety-clickety-click. And so I highly relate with him. And because of that, I'm able to uh, move forward with confidence. Because once you embrace this fact, once you embrace, embrace the fact that you are the doggo, then nothing can harm you. Because it's just like, what are you doing? I, I have no clue. I have no idea why I'm here. I'm just I'm just having, having a good time. And that's it, guys. That is the pessimistic perspective. This is how to use the inverse principle. This is how to use pessimism to your advantage and how it can start benefiting you and your guys' lives. So here you gotta go, no problem at all. And um, so that is the lecture for today. If you guys have any questions, feel free to drop them in the comments below. Let me see if I can get this to work. Bum, 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 bum. Owl overlay, and we're good. Awesome, all right. Well, that lecture went pretty well, technically speaking. It seems like the slideshow went through. You guys were able to hear. Um, I'm, I'm pretty stoked about that. And uh, let's get this show on the road. We got some live readings for you guys today. Let's see who we got. Now we got Sebastian and we got Sprix. Sprix, are you here? You're up first, sir. Uh, let me know what you'd like a reading about and we'll get your reading started shortly. You'll be getting a three card reading here for free. Uh, let me know in the comments below what you'd like a reading about. And if you have any questions about the lecture and you'd like to know, let me know in the comments below. And if you'd like to get a live wizard reading, make sure you thumbs up the stream, share the stream, and that will qualify you for the free live wizard reading. That is amazing. Montana internet crushes, guys. This is so much better than California. It's, it's kind of crazy. Who is first? Snick, you are first. You are up, sir. Let me shuffle you up here. Boom, 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 boom. I believe Sebastian has left. However, if Sebastian is still here, let me know in the comments below. We will uh, definitely get you your reading, sir. Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed, Snicks. You were first to gobble up that reading. Do, 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 do. So excited. By the way, I don't know if I've showed you guys. There's my bookshelf. It's pretty cool. 
Um, this is my, my backup bookshelf. I haven't organized it correctly yet, so it's a whole mishmash. It's got books that I have for sale. It has books that I've read, books that I'm reading. It's, it's a big mess, but um, I'm sad at how small it looks in comparison to the grow lights. But man, I'm excited for these. We're probably going to have to turn them off during the lecture, but it's going to be fun for you guys to see the, you can literally are going to be able to watch the uh, radishes grow in real time behind me. And so I wanted to put that in the background for you guys because it's pretty awesome. You, know, you get to watch uh, me develop farming skills and uh, skills that you can literally start doing in your own dorm. You know, you have a dorm, your house, your room, and um, start growing, making your own food, making your own salads. Hello, Landon. How are you doing? Lando the Mando. I have been having a lot of anxiety recently and just wanted to know if maybe there's a message I need to hear. Absolutely. Let's help this help you out. Snicks. Highly recommend checking out uh, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, by the way. That's a free book. You can find it on YouTube. Um, it's in the public domain if you search that. It's an audiobook. You can also find it on uh, Line as a PDF. It's got a lot of stuff on that topic. Let's see what we got here for you. All right, so looking into the past, we got the Six of Swords. So the Six of Swords is about a grind in the intellect. So this is saying that we have been trying to gain wisdom, gain new knowledge, and, and learn about the world, and it just doesn't seem like it's working. It's not really sticking. And um, it keeps feeling like we're putting in the effort. We're working hard. It's just not producing the results that we're looking for. And so that's what we see showing up here for you in the past. And let's see where that leads into the present. So walking into the present, we see the Nine of Cups. So this is attainment of emotions. Absolutely, Lando. Yes, you may. We'll get you on uh, the list here. So the Nine of Cups is saying uh, attainment of emotions. And so I think combined with these two things, we're entering into a state where we're starting to think pretty negatively about ourselves. We're, we're feeling like, I'm stupid. I'm dumb. You're, you're letting these negative thoughts come into your mind. And that's not good. Um, not knowing, not being able to learn something doesn't mean that you're dumb. It might mean that that's not your strong suit or you haven't put in the effort yet or it just takes time. Um, these are all possible scenarios. For example, myself, I can't learn foreign language. I've tried a lot and it's very, very difficult for me to do. Um, that doesn't mean that I'm stupid. It's just something my brain is not naturally gifted at. Another great example is uh, I'm terrible with what's called spatial awareness. I cannot... Uh, fit things into areas it's just that part of my brain is just not there it's 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 pretty bad uh you can ask alex about my packing skills and you will you'll know very well and so uh we want to fix this particular behavior so moving on to the next steps my suggestion for you is the seven of cups and so the seven of cups here is confidence in emotion and so and in friendships and relationships so what you should turn to here is asking yourself not what are the things that I suck at that I'm not good enough at, but instead ask yourself what are the things other people have told you you're good at? What are things other people rely on you for because you're actually really good at them? So turn to outside forces for insight on this particular topic and that will help you understand your own strengths and your own weaknesses a lot better because you may be missing the fact that people think you're really gifted at things you think just anybody can do. Um, I know that this this has been something for myself. Uh, a lot of times in my life, I've been in scenarios 
where I just assumed that, oh yeah, everyone's just able to do that. That's just stuff people can do. And it turns out that's something that not everyone can do. And that's makes that a valuable skill. So I think that that's a really helpful aspect for you here is to really turn to your friends, uh, your, your loved ones, and gain the confidence in your own intellectual pursuits. Find out what you're gifted at from them. Um, and I think they're going to be able to help you out. So that would be my recommendation for you there. I hope that helps you out. I hope that gives you some insight snicks. Let me know in the comments below if that helped you out. And we will move on to the next reading. Do, 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 do. Lando the Mando. My grandma literally said this exact thing to me earlier. Isn't that crazy? I know. It's it's weird. They're called synchronistic events. Um, they happen a lot on this show. And uh, I'm glad to see that that was accurate for you, Snicks, and gave you the insights. And I have a theory we should always trust our grandmas because, Grandma, I love you. You're the best. You, you literally uh, saved my life and made my life a wonderful place to be. And it's because of you. And I love her for that. And grandmas are wise and wonderful people. Uh, my grandma literally said it really did help. Thank you. No problem at all, Snakes. I'm glad I was able to help. All right, Lando the Mando. Let's get you the reading. Unless Sebastian is here, we should give Sebastian his chance. I know he did say he left, but uh, Sebastian, if you're still here, let me know in the comments below. We'll get your reading started shortly. Uh, who was the author you mentioned for Meditations? That is uh, Marcus Aurelius. Marcus Aurelius. He is a, um, a ruler, uh, the philosopher king, and a very wise man. Uh, a lot of great works from that particular philosophical field specifically about anxiety uh, is called stoicism and what makes it unique is rather than saying oh nothing's gonna happen i'm fine i, I should just be scared um you know it, it's there's nothing to be afraid of everything's fine it, it tells you the opposite it says no 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 things will suck there's going to be hard times people will betray you uh you will fail at missions let's become so strong that even in those scenarios we're happy and if i can be happy at the worst case scenario i can be happy all the time and so that's kind of the premise of the philosophy all right lando it looks like we have not heard from sebastian so let's get you a reading is there anything in particular you're looking for insights on let me know in the comments below lando and we'll get your reading started shortly by the way, if you'd like to support the stream, you can go to paypal.me forward slash askawizard. You can pay whatever you think the wisdom you got here today is worth. You can tip the wizard. Um, however, if you do tip $20 or more, I will send you one of three books. I have The 4-Hour Workweek, The 7 Habits of Highly Effective People, and The Compound Effect, and it will be stamped with the official... Oh boy. Knocking over my microphone. I hope that was incredibly loud for all of you and a jump scare at home let me set that up with the official owl stamp and uh, signed and sent to you but i can only do it for people in the united states however if you're outside the united states i will send it to you for one thousand dollars one thousand dollars that's the price you pay for living in the wrong state okay <laughs> Who was the author uh, like on, like one about feelings towards others? All right, Lando, let's do it. Uh, weird, Lando, I'm pulling this card and it says uh, there's, a, there's a smaller person who uh, 
who makes annoying sounds sometimes that that, that uh, likes to 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 attack you. I don't know why this is coming through. This is very odd. Just kidding. <laughs> um, we met the uh, we met the dog version of your brother Lando, and he was amazing. His name is Harvey, and I like him a lot. He's awesome. <laughs> That was another thing. Uh, uh, amazing family here uh, invited us over for uh, Thanksgiving, and it was quite wonderful uh, here in Montana. And that is something that has literally never happened for us in California, outside of our family, of course. Um, but just have a stranger invite us over for Thanksgiving was uh, quite a amazing experience, and I'm deeply thankful for it. I'm dying right now. Sorry, Lando. <laughs> All right. Looking into the past here, what we see is the King of Hearts, or King of Cups, my apologies. Uh, the King of Cups is about knowledge of emotions. And so what this is saying is in the past, um, we're doing a lot of thinking about our feelings, how um, they are generated, how why we feel the way we feel are we wrong for the way that we're feeling is this okay for me to feel the way that i'm feeling a lot of thinking about the feelings here um very introspective very uh deep aspect of life and so um this is some of the biggest questions we can ask ourselves this is a big part of philosophy uh, carl jung talking about this nietzsche talking about this Ugh, nietzsche um and freud and so on and so forth even Aristotle gets into the importance of knowing thyself and, uh, you know, Sun Tzu as well. So this is a very uh, deep topic. This is something people spend their entire lives doing. So don't underestimate this. And uh, also don't think I've got all the answers on this either. So if you find yourself in a situation where you're like, I'm the bad guy, you're probably not the bad guy. <laughs> you probably need to do, do some more digging. Um, or, you know, taking it from the Christian perspective, you are the bad guy because everyone is the bad guy because we're sinful on the inside. Um, but then you say, okay, I am a naturally evil person and I need to, uh, understand that I'm capable of great evil. And based on that, I need to use that power for good to honor God, the good, the beautiful, and the true. And so that's another perspective on it as well. So walking into the present, we see the Eight of Cups. So the Eight of Cups is about growing emotions, rising emotions, um, and the incorporation of the moon is about the subconscious. So this is saying you're probably going through a situation right now where things are testing us, our emotions are rising, we're probably feeling a little anxious, a little um, overwhelmed, emotionally speaking, and going on a journey um, that is mostly a problem of the subconscious. It's not actually being reflected in the real world, but is more an internal world kind of thing. And so that's kind of where we find you at right now on your particular hero's journey. How should I go about determining whether or not I'm right or wrong out feeling a certain way? Um, well, here's, here's where we get some advice that's actually a little bit counterintuitive. You, you need to realize your emotions are not wrong, but they're also not necessarily right they work a good way of thinking of your emotions is pain is a very good way to get to that point how does pain work when you touch something hot ow it hurts right your body does that to tell you don't touch the hot pot don't touch it because 
don't look it hurts don't your emotions do that but not just for negative things so for example um if you feel happiness it's because you're being put into something that is bringing you joy and if you are feeling sad it's because your brain is saying hey this is something that is sad going on so it's it's a signal from your subconscious now what makes it difficult is that the subconscious isn't very good at um, getting over things so what happens a lot of times is if you don't provide a solution for your subconscious it will continue to send you signals about problems that you never resolved in the past until you offer it a solution uh, like people can have issues from as simple as like getting betrayed at eight years old over a crayon and that problem can still be bothering them to this day of like how do we overcome being betrayed by our friends which is a deep and powerful and profound thing even though it's stemmed from such a small semi seemingly insignificant thing um and until you present your subconscious with a solution like well hey we're an adult now if we are in a situation where someone betrays us over a crayon we will move on we will buy crayons and we will not be friends with that person who betrayed us over a crayon and your subconscious will go oh okay solution sweet and that can release that tension this is a big part of uh union therapy as well as uh, standard therapy um another thing that can happen is if you are presenting your brain with outside threats that it cannot resolve you're worrying about things that are not within your control which is basically all of social media all of the news your entire education system they're all trying to make you worry about things that you cannot control that you cannot change that most of the time aren't even real and freaking you out and so what you want to do is cut out that information as much as possible and focus in on the eight of pentacles here so the eight of pentacles is about growth in the material and so this is saying let's not worry about all these things causing emotions that are outside my control let's put all of our effort into what is within my control what are skill sets that i can master what are things that i can become great at and what are the things that i'm already excellent at and let's put our energy into becoming excellent at things that are 100 percent within my control and you'll be amazed that once you drive that energy into something that is attainable and you start seeing progress and growth how a lot of those pains and the negative emotions and feelings just fade away because you're actually creating and doing stuff building beautiful things promoting the good the beautiful and the true you're not worrying about uh is the world going to be on fire in five years oh is this president going to get elected oh is the government it's like how's your business going how is your art going how is your education going things that you can control um that would be where i'd recommend turning your focus towards how's she gonna turning it land of cis four good night Violet. good night sakura uh welcome back i'm glad to see you here and glad i was able to uh see you today and so that is the reading i have for you today lando i hope that helps you out hope that gives you some insights let me know in the comments below if that helped you out and if there's any other questions uh if you guys want to talk about the lecture if you guys want to get a reading let me know in the comments below and if not we will uh, close up the stream for tonight i am glad to see this went so much smoother than i was expecting
I was expecting technical nonsense and insanity and internet lag, and we had none of it. So I'm very happy. I'm very happy about that. And let's see here. I might have... I might have one other thing to show you guys before we head out, just for funzos. We'll try. <laughs> uh, did I, I might have already shown it to you guys. No, I haven't. Oh, come on. I lost my mouse. Where's my mouse? Oh no. That's new. I'm having my mouse has disappeared and so it is going to make this hard to interact with what in the world well I might have to do this tomorrow because my, my mouse cursor is gone um, and I'll need to push buttons dang it That is unfortunate. All right. Well, it looks like I can't. Thank you so much. Definitely helped, especially the part about providing an answer to self-conscious. Heck yes, definitely. All right. Well, with that, I think, um, yeah, I don't think I can get it to work here today. All right. I'll show you guys tomorrow. My mouse has disappeared. It is gone. So we have one technical issue here at the end, um, but, you know, pretty, pretty darn good for first try. I guess what I'm still considering is, I have an option to make a decision which essentially do or don't do it and I'm just unsure what I should do um, with it depends on what the situation is uh, I'd apply practical pessimism like we talked about today the lecture um, what is the worst case scenario if you go either way um, like is it something that if you choose to do now could you just do it later and if you choose to do it and you don't like it could you just stop those are options and um you know if the worst case scenario is like oh yes i choose to do this and it will be at a detrimental cost and massive amounts of years of my life versus oh, yeah you know i could do it for like three months and it just stop you know <laughs> there's two different things there um so figuring out what that worst case scenario is and then talking to people who have gone through similar experiences and see what their opinion is i would talk to them there um, and people, maybe people who have succeeded and failed at what you're trying to do. That would be my recommendation there. I don't know why my mouse has gone. I'd like to get it back. I, I have no way of stopping the stream without my mouse. <laughs> all right. I think I got it. I think I have it here. Okay. That definitely helped. No problem at all. Lando. Glad I could help. All right, I don't see anybody else looking for a reading, so thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I'm glad I was able to help you guys out and give you some insights. Hope you enjoyed the lecture and like the new setup. I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Same uh, place. However, it may be a different time. I want to figure out what the best time is for you guys, so we'll be experimenting with that throughout this week. Um, until we find the best time for all of you. So if you have any suggestions on that, feel free to DM me on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook. You guys can get in contact with me. Heck, you can even email me. And in 
eh, probably by tomorrow, you'll be able to send me a letter in the mail if you so choose. So uh, we'll be getting that set up and I will talk to you guys all later. Have a good evening and let's see if I can turn off the stream.